BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Messi and Co. I am Ashley with my amazing co-host, Gian. Uh, we we doing this episode earlier in the week than we expected to, but, you know, we both got to catch some of the game uh, today. It was during our lunch periods. And so uh, <laughs> we got to, you know, we wanted to give our instant reaction because I think it was obviously the most exciting preseason match so far you had a lot more energy a lot more obviously uh performances and interest and goals and just tactics that I think you know we can discuss it because it's popular right now it's trending etc and so we wanted to kind of give our two cents on uh knowing it's preseason knowing this is just starting a lot of new players uh kind of getting into the fold and just giving our, our initial reactions and, you know, what maybe we expect to see moving forward. But before we do that, Gian, how are you? How is your Monday? Monday's good. Monday's off to a good start. Um, happy we got to get some preseason soccer today. And there was a lot of things that stood out uh, in today's game. A lot of things dealing with personnel, with strategies, formation, coaching decisions, um, and results that uh, I think is as we're starting this early preseason part, we're almost to the midway point. I think we're already starting to see some things. I've started to see some things and uh, I'm happy that we're here ready to talk about it. Yeah. Things we, we maybe don't like, maybe a couple things we do like that we're happy about, you know, there's positive and negatives for both. I'm thank God we've scored three goals at least, you know, yeah. we, were, we were getting onto a while where we weren't scoring it. And look, if this had ended, in the first half and we did this, you know, I think we'd be singing a very different tune than we had now that we got the full game. Um, maybe what we can do to start with is kind of say maybe a high light player and a low light player before we get into even the tactics and the overall, etc. cetera. Um, and I'll go first. I will say my highlight and my low light, and then you say yours and we can yeah, of course. it. Um, because I want to get it off my chest before I forget. And I feel like you may even have the same highlight as me. It's it's that it's Ruiz. It's that yeah. Ruiz. He's been fantastic and so young. Um, makes a couple mistakes here and there, but you can see he's playing the right way. You can tell because how much Messi and Alba and all of them are so happy for him when he scores and are know he's making the right plays consistently through the game. He's taking, he's doing the right aggression. He's putting himself in the right positions. And he's only, I think he's just turned 20, right? Or he's he's around that area. Like he's so yeah young and so 
Um, yeah, I've been really happy with his performance. Obviously, it was probably, you know, him and Kramaski were probably going for the same maybe minutes or same time, same, et cetera. And so he's hopefully will continue to seize his opportunity to get that position for now, at least locked up. But I was really happy with his performance. What do you think? Yeah, I would agree. Um, as far as the highlight of the, of the game or, or one of the players that definitely distinguished himself from amongst the others, it's got to be Ruiz, 100%. I agree with you. I think that early on in the in the first half, he was kind of being more aggressive on offense and he was making plays. There was uh, that first one that was very similar to the actual goal that he scored yeah. where, where he was kind of on That's the edge of the box player. and he, he fainted. He did a couple of feints and then cut in and and i saw that and i was like wow i hadn't really seen too much of him of him really doing that before or, or yeah. last season uh so that was kind of like a, fr a breath of fresh air for it to be able to see that side of his game so i was like oh wow that's cool I, I didn't know he had that in him and and he also did that with a lot of confidence especially at his young age a lot of confidence. there might be players where like they don't have you're the playing confidence with those other players yeah. that you're yeah. playing with you know of course you're playing with messi you're playing with suarez like a lot of times, especially at a young age, you kind of will defer to them and you won't be as aggressive. Even maybe, even though maybe you may have the skill set to do so, you kind of like you don't want to step on toes and that sort of thing. So to see him kind of show that skill set, have the confidence to actually do that, and then be very aggressive in making that play to take the defender and give himself space and then looking right at goal. I think that, that was something refreshing. And and right in that moment, I was like, wow, I like this. So yeah. when he went ahead and scored in that second time, I was like, "Awesome! This is this wasn't just and a one. Yeah. Mean, great a, shot! A like beautiful it was goal! Yeah, really so, well hit! Yeah. yeah, the fact that he did that was cemented at least in me. Like, this wasn't a one-time thing. Like, hopefully, this is. It looks like this is him moving forward, and it just shows a different like aspect of his game. Something that we need because I'll be honest, with you you know we'll we'll talk more about this as we move forward, more of like tactics and other things that we saw, but. I think we can all agree that offense is something that we're kind of lacking. And obviously, this was the first two games of the preseason we didn't score. So to see this offense, yeah. it's really good, especially with a guy like Farias going down. 100%. Yeah, agreed. I, I think agreed. And and you can, you know, I think sometimes like your eyes don't deceive you. Like when watching it, even if you're not an analyst or an expert, you could see he was making a positive impact in the game. He was always running. And that reaction from his teammates for that goal, you can, those are, that's a reaction. Like that's an immediate reaction of people who like are happy with how you're playing and want to see you succeed. I really believe that. Like yeah. the genuine joy from Messi and Alba shows me that he, he's working hard during sessions. He's learning. He's, and, and you, you, you saw when they were both out of the game, him and Suarez were talking to each other and Suarez was giving him pointers. You could see that too. So yeah, definitely a highlight. I hope we continue to see that out of Ruiz. Um, sticking with the midfield though, I'll give my low light and my sort of disappointment thus far. And again, only three games in, you know, there's so much to learn, so much to do, so much changes, so much tinkering. Sounds like really a Backstreet Boys song. I thought you were listening to <laughs> <laughs> It does sound like that, but uh, I really haven't have not been impressed with uh with Julian Gressel. And it's surprising me a lot because, you know, watching him in the past and everything, I think he's he is a very good player. He's a two-time MLS champion. He's he's great. And I just he seems like five steps behind everyone else. And it's 
and like blatantly so, you know, it just seems that he's not making the right passes. He's not making the right decision. He's not taking up the right spaces. He's intruding on Messi's spaces that he is going to take. And, you know, you have to learn pretty damn quick that Messi gets the spaces and you go around him. Yeah. And I, just, you know, and, and so I'm, I'm nervous again, it's only two games in, you know, there's a lot to figure out. But I already can tell you that I would like to see Thursday or just in general, maybe uh, Gregory getting that start instead of Gressel. I mean, Gressel for Columbus, I think for a good portion of the season, he came off the bench. He came in in like the 60th minute every game or something like that and made a huge impact. And so, you know, could it be a starter for us? Maybe. Um, it's only the beginning, but I just, I really, I, I felt that everyone else was starting to gel at a very high level and granted he's new to the team, but even with Suarez, like everyone seemed to be gelling, even Yedlin, who I don't think is great offensively, everyone's, and he just seemed to be a couple steps back and just like giving up on his, his, you know, making a bad decision and then giving up on it. And I don't know, it's, it's, it's initial reactions, but I, I've been disappointed in his play. And I think if he was even 15% better, not even a hundred percent, if he's 15% better today, for example, I think we would have won. Yeah. Like, I think he, you know, we were control, especially in the second half, we were controlling the game by a lot. And he just, a lot of opportunities that were goal scoring or finishing opportunities. He just, he was making the wrong decision. Yeah, I, I I could definitely agree with that assessment. I would I would just point out that if anybody in our defense was fifteen percent better, we would have won that game. It's true. It's true. <laughs> but, but I'm just saying, like, like yeah. it was a blatant notice for me. Like we know yeah. the defense is not. We we you know nothing's changed with that defense yet, where we would expect yeah. it to be. Anything. I think it's because you. I think it's because you had hope that Gressel yeah, I mean, was I just, like. I have very gonna, high expectations. I still do. Yeah, like he yeah. can still, you know, he's certainly, it's again, it's only the third game and it's all preseason. So he certainly can still yeah. do a great job. But I just, I, just like I noticed how good Ruiz was, yeah. I noticed how bad he was. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that assessment. Um, that's actually exactly who I, for me, was kind of like the, who who maybe struggled a bit in that game um, that I can focus on because again everybody struggled I I can't point this loss on any one, one player it, it was across the board but one of the things that I I did notice was definitely Gressel I think that he was very uh, he was not precise in his passing and that really kind of affected um, it, it really kind of slowed down a lot of the flow of the game there yeah. were opportunities that he had to so filter many counters yeah on counters to it. filter balls he had he had pass that if if he would have made the right passes there were probably goal scoring opportunities um so yeah he was not precise with his passes and there were times where he would be a step slow on a pass so like he eventually made the pass but if he would have made it a second sooner then it would have opened up another opportunity so I don't know if to be worried to your point about this, you know, we're three games in, um, he is on a new team. He's trying to get to know how Inter Miami plays. And we were typing during the game or writing to each other during the game. And one of the things I had mentioned to you is I don't even think he knows where to be. Right. He like, he's trying to figure out his place in this team and he's trying to figure out how this team plays but at the same time, the actual team doesn't know yeah. how they play. That's what, at least, that's what I feel. I feel like three games in, players that are have been here since last season 
are still trying to figure out what the heck we're doing this this season like because Tata yeah. is is doing a lot of things that he didn't do last season. He's using personnel in different spots. He's using different strategies, different formations. And players are trying to figure that out. So that just kind of compounds and becomes even more difficult for a player like Russell that's coming into this new. Like, he doesn't know anybody on this team. So I yeah, think no that one... that's kind of like what... But there's also stuff that, that has nothing to do with that, obviously. Like, like the precise passes and that sort of thing. But I'm just going to chalk that off to maybe rustiness and, and, or, or, or the... And getting acclimated to the yeah. system and the personnel. No, yeah. it's 100%. So, and, and with Suarez, it's like you can't even say, yeah, it's Suarez's first two, but Suarez has played years and years with the other four player, three players. So it's like, you know, riding a bike yeah. again. He is truly brand new, has yeah. never played with anyone on this team, being thrust into intense difficult circumstances and i mean against an alha team who I, in the first half were acting like this is like the freaking world cup final which when i, I saw them remember. celebrate that that first goal i i knew that they were taking this really very scary. serious because that is, celebration I mean, I think better to take it because you know i when sometimes yeah. play when when teams or players don't take things seriously um, that's how injuries can honestly happen is when people, some people are going eight, some people are going four, some people are going 10. Like yeah. the fact that they were all on the same page and just playing their game, I respect because I yeah. think that's like how it probably should be. But yeah, no, for us too, like we want to be entertained. Like, I mean, yeah. for me, when I saw that, I was no, like, we're going to take this serious and I think it'll be a funner game. You don't want this to be like a NBA all-star yeah. game. Yeah. Where it's a snooze fest. Just the fact that people are competing. And when I saw the way they celebrated that first goal and then they were celebrating each consecutive goal like like it was a Champions League game, yeah. I knew, I don't know if you knew, if this kind of thought came across to you, your mind, but when I saw that, I was like, I don't think Messi's coming out at minute 60. No, I thought, is, exactly like, I thought the Especially exact, when the game got good. I was like, Messi wants to win this. he came off at 83. And <laughs> yeah. then I mean, like, it led to the goal right after. But no, I thought the at halftime, and especially yeah. when we got that second goal, I was like, oh, yeah. girl, he ain't going anywhere. <laughs> he is not going anywhere. Yeah, I thought the exact same thing. Um, but So yeah, so that's my initial thoughts on Gressel. Disappointed, but to give him the benefit of the doubt. And because I do have very high expectations and I think he is great. Um, he'll, I think it'll, it'll, it should start to gel. His place will start to gel. Um, everyone will get used to it. And so we'll see, but this is just my, you know, something I noticed. I'll say what my second thing I noticed, and I could have given this as my answer, but I wanted to give something different because, um, you know, we obviously have seen these, uh, the, this back line, we've seen all of them play many times before. Um, and and you know I wish uh, I wish Austin was here for this moment to say <laughs> that Kristoff cannot be anywhere near that starting eleven. And I mean, look, credit to him as the game went on, and you know he hurt his head and everything. He certainly gives his all, and he does a good job. Like you know when it's clearing balls in the box and et cetera, like hundred percent. That's you know I, I take nothing against him, and I think that there's there's certainly time and effort and places for him. He can't be part of the starting eleven. He's so much slower than everyone else, and he's like he can't do the high line. He can't play from the back because I saw three times in the first half we were playing on out of the back. We made it first out of that first threshold of press. It goes to Alba, let's say. And then Alba gives it back to him to switch it to the other side where he had, had a ton of space and he like wouldn't do it. And he took him, he took like three extra touches. He was waiting. He had slow passes. And 
while I don't, you know, obviously I don't think we love the current formation and setup. Um, there was clearly opportunities to play out from the back and, you know, making those counterattacks that were being, that were, that were set up to succeed. Like they were set up for the game plan to succeed and it was execution where he just slowed everything down and he was getting beat on the overballs. Like it was bad, man. I was did like, we have oh, a yeah. single, did we have a single long ball from the defense? No, right. That was successful? I don't think so. Like a couple or, of that. Or, no, or even attempted. Did we have any? I think Kristoff had one. I think Alba had one, but nothing good. It was it was nothing good. And you know, I who mean, used to get, I... you know who used to do that for us? Kamal Miller. Kamal Miller. But look, Kamal. we have the new center back starting, and I just, you know. But that was just I, – I wrote it – what did I text you in like the fourth minute before any goals yeah. even happened? Before any goals even happened, I said – Oh no, we're in trouble with Christoph. You could tell he was just, he was really. You know what compounds on that issue though? Because, okay, I'll, I agree with you that he, Christoph is not a, he's not a starting center back. He's, he's a guy that is a vet and you have him on and he can come in maybe to, to close the game out or, or if there's an injury, injury or, yeah, like, or something like that. He's not, he's not a five and do a low block because well, you're winning. Like yeah. totally. But what compounds on that issue of Christoph and him not being, I guess, up to par as a starting center back is the fact that you're not, it's who you're surrounding him with. Yeah. You're not surrounding him with guys that are going to pick up the slack for him because other than, other than okay, our our best center back is Aviles, and for me, in my opinion, Aviles is like man, he is excellent. He doesn't stop running. He is great at pressuring the ball. He's great at timing his tackles. Like he does great. Then you have Kristoff again. Is not a starting center back. But who do you have next to next to Kristoff? You have Noah Allen. I like Noah Allen a lot, but Noah Allen to me is not a center back. Yeah. It doesn't matter if he if he's played center back position before. Just because you filled in in a position doesn't mean that that is where you excel at. And that's your, like he's a professional. And when he was called upon last season to fill that role for center back at times because of injuries and other situations, he was a professional. He did his job and he held his ground. But he is not a starting center back. He is a left back or left wing back, whatever you want to call it. On, but he's not obviously going to get a starting role because he's behind uh, Alba. Yeah. But that to me, like you're putting Kristoff in a position where he's not a starter to begin with. And then on top of that, you're you're not picking up the slack for him. So I think that yeah, that I also like even, made things worse for him, in my I opinion. Even, if we if we moved to a back four and there was center backs available, I would tune Noah Allen over Kristoff. Like I know that sounds crazy, even in a back four. But Kristoff is so static when it clearly like to play out from the back, you have to be so dynamic and fast that every every goal opportunity that Al Halal had was because we screwed up playing from the back. Like every single time it was it was bad decisions in that in the midfield, and then they had to break away. Like I would rather have a more confident back four who are even if one of them isn't tall enough who are playing from the back and who are being strategic and who can make stops in the box. Like I hey, really how, would. How poorly does, how poorly does Tata think of like, how little does he think of Sailor and McVeigh? McVeigh, I don't know. Because I, I know for a fact. Like he must like, have zero Taylor, confidence in Taylor, them. Like, I don't at know all. as much. Cause we haven't seen, but like McVeigh can play out of the back. McVeigh can make good passes. Like McVeigh could be in a back five. I've seen him do it time and time again. He's very dynamic. Like he's fast. He's young. Like, 
I've seen McVeigh do it. You know, I don't think he's as consistent as other starting center backs we've had, but especially in the first two seasons of, of Inter Miami, or maybe the second and third, I'm trying to picture it. He was as uh, like, he was there. He was consistent. Remember that bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly. When you place your first wager at bet MGM, simply download the bet MGM app and sign up using code champion 150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. That amazing goal he got in the like 95th minute a couple years yeah. ago. That was like a roofer. That was a great goal. But yeah, so I mean agreed with you that if not no Allen, I mean sailor who was picked in the first round last year or the year before who that's what I don't understand like do you can you remember a game he's played in where he was like so bad no I I don't I that's why I, I, I just wonder there's something that Tata sees where he's like I would rather I I, I would rather go with someone like Christoph, that is slower and on the other, like the wrong side of 30 for my starting center back. And a young kid isn't a center back <laughs> over two guys that yeah. should probably be a center. Like, there's something there. Really and I, 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 I don't know what it really is. It doesn't make sense. Um, McVay, I know. I feel like they've talked about trading yeah. him or getting rid of him or like he's come in and out of it. But a sailor really doesn't make any so, like, sense. So, like, if Freda comes in, right, and he starts, obviously it's him and 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 Aviles. i mean do we still need a back five i is is, is i think Mc, tata like, doesn't have and maybe rightfully so i don't know because i mean based on what we've seen so far i really don't think he has faith in the offense right now and i think he's he just doesn't and he doesn't want it to be a 4-3-3 which doesn't really make sense to us but he's seeing something that we don't see because he is but we're ultra defensive right now like ultra know. defensive. And the worst part about it is we're ultra defensive, but we don't have the personnel to be ultra defensive. Like the, the, if you're ultra defensive, that means that you're like Inter Milan and you're going to wait to be attacked. So you're going to wait to be attacked and you're not afraid because you have a lot of confidence that your defense is going to get the stop. And you're going to, as soon as you get that stop, you're going to counterattack and you're going to score. But you can't play that if you're not confident in your defense. And it, to me, it's so clear that he is not confident in his defense. And, and the reason it's clear to me is because he's playing a back five. Because totally no, he, I agree. Because our he doesn't have we were four three three was the best, offense, which yeah. is crazy. <laughs> no, yeah. So like, I don't know. And up front, you know, I don't know if there was anything else that you wanted to say about the defense, but. Just as much as we're struggling with the on the defensive side, we're struggling on the offense. Like, I, I'm 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 so happy that we finally got some goals on the board 
because I, I'm hoping that that kind of like opens the floodgates for yeah. us. And because sometimes like that first goal, especially when they talk about like a forward, you know, like he's struggling, he's struggling, he's struggling. He needs that first goal. I feel like that's also the same for that was good for Suarez, but that's also good for the team. We got our first goal. We got three goals on the board against a good team um, or top performing team in in in, um, in Saudi Arabia in their league. Um, so I think that's good as far as for their confidence and that sort of thing. Because But we hadn't scored in the first two games. And it, to me, it's very clear, even though we scored three goals, one was a penalty. One was a, I think it was Gressel that kicked in and it was deflected by a defender. Um, yeah. that's so, and that Suarez ended up um, kind of like tapping in or, or scoring at the end. But that wasn't like a, that wasn't a great play by the offense or something that was yeah. built up to the offense. And then you had that one beautiful goal from, from Ruiz. So, like seeing those three goals to me is like good. I hope that builds confidence. I hope that opens the floodgates for us. That opens the net for us. But to me, the offense was yeah. not good. I don't know how you feel about the offense. To me, it wasn't good. Agree. I mean, their timing is is bad. Like I, I mean, there's the amount of offsides we're getting calls is crazy. I mean, it's bad timing. And I mean, and that you take time to figure out. Like Messi, you know, missed like two times passes which he will not do like you yeah. know that is i'm not worried about moving forward you know like yeah. he'll be just fine and he's getting used to it but everyone else yeah like i mean it comes back down to gressa like gressa had two or three where they did a great counter attack where it was like a four to two even and he didn't make the right pass. He waited too long. He either went for a shot that was deflected or a pass that was deflected or a pass where the defense had caught up. Like it was, I'm telling you, I don't like the back five either. I don't like the structure and it's not, it's not nearly as fun and it's really not our strengths, but you know, there was the attack, like the game plan with that specific type of uh, actions was right in terms of like the way Tata set it up and how they were doing it with those specific like results, it was working. Like we had a couple great counter attack opportunities where it was, we were set up completely correct, but it was either missed timing where we went off sides and we, we didn't, we didn't hold our lines or it was the bad pass in the final third because it was the setup tactically, like it wasn't fun. And I don't think it was maybe making the most of our players and I hope it changes but it was working. It really was. And it just, especially in the second half, it was working and we just didn't take the opportunities. But, but this team actually has the personnel to be, a, to be a team that plays with possession and of that course. builds. That's what this team, I mean, you, you, how are like, you bring, you're investing so much money in a player like Alba and a player like Busquets, obviously yeah. in Messi, in Suarez. You've Busquets got players, you yeah, you've got players like Kremaski. Uh, unfortunately injured you got players like david ruiz you got yeah. players like gressel um you got players like gregory this is a team that yeah. can play and would excel with possession and it's like i i, see I don't this, get it either yeah. and to me it's you're you're okay maybe you can find some success like in different schemes and strategies okay you want to play the counter okay but don't give away or don't not use i think your biggest gift which is you've got players that can build on possession and, yeah. and play make I, so to me for, for me it's difficult to see that like i see for example up front you've got suarez suarez is a player especially now at his age 
that he'll be the guy that will put in the finishing touch for you, but you got to get the ball to him in the right spot. Yeah. He's not going to be running everywhere, even though I, I will say a, 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 an applause to him because he was working his butt off today. And he well, was, he's running too much. He shouldn't be but, working but his butt off that much. It's not good. Yeah, he needs he needs a playmaker, someone to put yeah. the ball for him so that he can shoot. Because if he gets a good ball, he's going to score. But who is the guy? Who's the person that's going to put that 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 ball for him? It's Messi. At least, but where's Messi playing? Messi's playing as another forward. Yeah, and, and not a lot in a position times, where he likes to be. Yeah. yeah, and then Messi's having Messi comes back to the mid. A lot of these plays that we had was Messi going into the midfield, grabbing the ball. Yeah, and then what happens? Suarez is a lone forward up there. He's he's got the defense all around him. The defense doesn't have to worry about anybody else. Nobody else in the in the middle of the field. Nobody else is a threat. And yeah. then you've and then who's your other quote unquote attackers? You've got Alba and Yedlin on 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 the right. They're not attacking. They're, yeah. they're 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 defenders that are used very well in offense to build plays, but you're not going to give them the ball and then expect them to do something like David Ruiz or expect them to do something that Farias would have done or expect them to do something that Robert Taylor can do that Speaking can create of, their own why space. Why hasn't Robert Taylor started? Exactly. I don't understand that. I yeah. do not know why Robert Taylor's not start. You know why? Actually, you know why Robert Taylor's not starting. Robert Taylor's not starting because they're playing five three two. That's why Robert Taylor's not starting. Because right. there's no room for him in a 5-3-2. You've got Messi and Suarez up top. No, I know, I know. I just don't know why. Yeah, I, know. I don't I don't know why either. So I think maybe it's a center. I really do think it's a center back issue. And I yeah. think and I have to imagine that when uh Freya is available and ready and like in, at full speed, like it's gonna be a back four. I, I have to imagine if not to play a back five when you have Messi and Suarez is crazy. Like so it's I have to imagine it's it's because of personnel reasons and That's maybe what I it's, think. and it's fitness reasons. Like maybe it's really just like it's a strategic play to build up to the season, build up your personnel, build up your legs, build up everything. Because I think you know sometimes you'd rather everyone be solid defensively and then and then you switch to attacking and you start playing attacking more. You know, like it's it's harder to go in reverse where you're from day one so forward everything like that and then it bites you in the butt you know like maybe that's the, I agree with you I don't like it and it's obviously not what I would like to see moving forward but I would still like to see everyone um like performing well at what they're being asked to do which they should like you know if if, if Yedlin if Gressel if Kristoff you know like I said we're 15% better. I mean, Yedlin actually really wasn't bad. I can't give it to him. Or Noah Allen, you know, was 15% better. Not even 50, not even 100, not even 80. It would have been, I think, wildly different. Like, I think it was that much of seeing, like, missed opportunities with some simple, logistical, precise ball where you're, you know, you're supposed to be running at that level. You're supposed to make the pass. You know where the player is going to be. You know you're playing. You're you're countering with numbers i still would have liked to see better out of that yeah i i, I would agree I, I think that we're still you know one, one of the things when when i first saw that 532 and obviously we've talked about this even from last season I, i'm probably one of the like super not a fan of the that You're back five. five hater for sure yeah a hundred percent so but when i saw that it, it came to me i thought that literally the same thing that you just brought up was He's got to be doing this because he has no, he, he doesn't trust that defense and he doesn't have a center back. Once we get a center back, we'll probably see that back line of four. 
Um, and yeah, that center back, in this case, Freire hasn't started yet, but we're in game three and we're still with that back line of five. So I know there's yeah. still time, so I'm not uh, panicking. I think what we're doing here is just kind of, um, it's good. It's good to talk about the things that you've observed, um, the holes anyway, that we find say, this team. Can I yeah. say conspiracy theory, like tinfoil hat? Maybe because there's so many competitions, everything, he literally doesn't want to show anyone any game film. Like that's, some, you know, like that's really, that's tin hat conspiracy, but like, these games mean nothing. They mean nothing to Inter Miami in terms of we're in four competitions this year, all which are very important, with the least important being the um like open cup or or even or the um the FA. What is our version of that? The open cup. The US like, Open Cup. Yeah. With those be you know, we're in the Champions League, we're in the MLS season. Like there's so many things that are so important. Like, what if he literally is just saying I don't want to give people because we're doing more of a preseason and more of a worldwide thing than anyone else. Well, well, I would say that would be like uh super like uh like crazy, crazy annoyed, like, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> but I would say what I would say to that is I would think it'd be unlikely simply because you don't want to be like the first game of the season I is know. the first time you try a new formation, unless they're having like super secret. I've seen in the NBA though. No, I've seen don't. in the NBA where you think you know what you're gonna get and they play so and then suddenly like when a playoff series starts or when it's a big game, like I think that's easier with five players though. Than like a, I think that's easier with five players than like yeah. eleven. That would be the only I thing I would say. But but I, I think that it's it's early on where again that we can kind of pinpoint some of the holes we're seeing early on in the preseason and then just not overreact or panic, just knowing that there's still games to correct these things and hoping that, for example, for me, going back to the previous point is seeing this, these formations that I think don't work and saying, Hey, I hope, and I think it might be personnel wise, but let's see, let's see once Freda comes in and gets into that center back. If he's still doing that back line of five with Freda in game five of the preseason, then it's probably going to be a back line of five. And then I'm panicking personally because yeah. i can I, I do not want to witness that an entire entire season entire season of it yeah no it's true i think it's all good points and like yeah. you know the reason we did this episode was not because we wanted to overreact or anything but just react you know yeah, give yeah. our thoughts give our opinion it was a much more exciting game than the first two we saw some good things that we hadn't seen the first two games but then we saw a lot of things that were either regressions or just like glaringly not working. And so, um, yeah, I think it's glad that we, I'm glad we talked about it. You know, Thursday will be a fun game. I hopefully Ronaldo plays and hopefully it's, you know, we get one more Messi versus Ronaldo. Yeah. Hopefully we see some new personnel. And you know what I want to see in these games and especially like with the next one against Ronaldo, I think is I, I'm not, I don't really care about the results. Yeah, no, much. I don't care at all. Especially, that we in, lost. especially in preseason, exactly. Yeah. I think that that's what we need to look forward to as um, fans and followers of this team, is just to see these guys gel and see that they understand each other, see that they're playing off each other, seeing that they're that each individual is playing well. And yeah. I think that that's when going to be the most. Like, if we lose, but I saw Gressel making good passes. I saw Messi feeding Suarez. I saw Alba making good runs. I saw. I don't know, um, Toto defending well and Christoph. Yeah. Then I'm like, I'm gonna be like, okay, who cares? I, I'm 
cares about the results. So I think that as we move practice, forward, talking about practice. Yeah, you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know if people internationally will get that reference yeah. as much, but look Ooh, up uh, Allen Iverson it. practice. Yeah, yeah. look yeah. up Allen uh, Iverson practice YouTube. And yeah, you. exactly. This is this is we're really a, a practice. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about the what is it the Al Hiyad Cup? Or yeah. Whatever? yeah, you're talking about the but, Riyadh Cup. <laughs> the Riyadh Cup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, I think that's what's most important as fans. That's what we need to look forward to and kind of observe and, and, and see, make sure that these guys are playing well with each other. They're gelling. And then ultimately, hopefully that carries on into the beginning of the season. Um, and then just see what that does and just, you know, hope that he uses the personnel that he has and puts them in a, in a position to succeed. And uh, that's kind of what I'm looking at right now. And I'm hopeful that we'll start to we'll start to see this is, again, almost halfway through the or is it halfway of uh, through the preseason? Um, these last few games, because yeah, yeah. we got six or seven. I, I forgot. The, I think uh, it's okay. seven. Seven. And yeah. We've had, we've had three. We have one more game in. Um, we have another game against uh, Nasser on Nasser. Yeah. And then we have the game in China. Mm hmm. One more game in between, and then uh, Newell Boys. So I, yeah. there's one more game in between, I think. Yeah. But I think well, those two are home games. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. So these will be the games where we start to kind of see more of what our the beginning of the season will look like. Yeah. These first three we're testing out practice. Now this is practice, practice. So hundred we'll percent. Yeah. No, I I totally agree. I totally agree. And yeah. and it, by the end of the preseason, you know, if we're if we're having this in two weeks from now, if we're doing this uh, podcast, then it's still a back five and we're not seeing goals and things are still not gelling, mm -hmm. then, you know, the conversation will shift, but we'll give it a chance. Um, and we'll go, but, you know, I, at least what we can say without a doubt is from, you know, El Salvador to Dallas to now we're seeing and maybe an improvement quote unquote in players. I don't know, but we're seeing at least more excitement and like you're seeing that they're getting their steps in, they're getting their legs moving. You're starting mm -hmm. to see more action. You're starting to see more cohesion. You already are starting to see Messi not wanting to come out. Like you're seeing everything that we yeah. want to see. You saw Suarez get a goal. Um, and so we'll see, it'll be exciting. We're really excited for Thursday. Um, like we said, I really hope Ronaldo can play. I think the soccer world and just sports fans in general deserve to see them say goodbye to each other officially one more time as two of the best to ever do it who played on this stage for over 15 years. Mano y mano. It, I think yeah. it'll be really great to see. So fingers crossed. And also fingers crossed we get, you know, better play, better formation, more fluidity. I really don't think we care if we win or not. I think we no. care that we start to see the right, the right game, the right players, the right passes. Um, but yeah, it's getting fun. I'm already excited to be back in the swing of things. I'm already getting angry during a game, which means <laughs> that, you know, soccer's back, sports are back. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I'm looking forward to the next game and um, just excited, excited for the season to start already. Let's get past this preseason, but let's get in good preseason form. And like we talked about it in the in the last, um, I think the, the title of the episode, video has to be "You talking about preseason." You talking about preseason? That's, that's actually title. a great title. That's actually yeah. a great title for sure. But um, what was I going to say? I don't even. Whatever, probably wasn't important. But the 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 whole point I think is that um, this is the first we're seeing the, this this team for the first time have a whole preseason, and that's important. They totally. again last last season they went into this into a crazy chaotic mid mid season new coach new players new everything i'm just glad to have these boys all together 
totally and, and, and have a full preseason under their belt and hopefully this uh, makes us a better team for it we have a lot of games a lot of competitions a lot more to come this is really just scratching the surface um thank you for listening or watching another episode of messy and co once again i'm ashley that is gian we will be back toward the end of the week um to hopefully recap an awesome match uh one last time of messi and ronaldo so thank you let us know what you think and have a good night bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code champion 150 then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.